Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Breaking news, WABC. Do have some breaking news after just 44 days replacing Boris Johnson as the prime minister in the U.K. Liz Truss has quit. She stepped down moments ago. It's been a very rocky 44 days since she took office. Don't forget the queen died. The economy in England is a mess. Energy costs are through the roof. The conservative party has taken a beating. So just 44 days after replacing Boris Johnson as the prime minister in the U.K., Liz Truss moments ago has resigned. That is a very, very big story. But a bigger story is what happens here every Thursday morning at 840, and that is the ratings go through the roof because he was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights right here on WABC, his tremendous website. Of course, the No Spin News, BillOReilly.com, great interviews and great TV shows and all that stuff. Bill O'Reilly just kills it. His new book in the Killing Series, and they're all great. Killing the Legends is doing very, very well. Not that far removed from a world tour in Florida and Texas with President Donald Trump. Here he is, the best ever, my friend Bill O'Reilly. Bill, forget about Liz Truss for a second. Let's go to the guy, the guy in charge right here in the United States. Again yesterday, bold-faced. This is not dementia. This is a liar. Bold-faced. Told the American people that uh, selling off these uh, oil reserves is not politically driven, it's not, and it will decrease the price of gas. Come on, Bill. Really? Well, the border's secure, Sid, and the economy's <laughs> strong as hell, you know? You're right. I forgot those yeah, two so we get, You know, we get, look, every one of us knows people, and we use the word eccentric. That's a polite word. A little bit eccentric. So Thanksgiving coming up, and many people have to invite relatives that are a little eccentric. Oh. You know? <laughs> and they sit there at the table, and you serve them a nice Thanksgiving dinner, and all of a sudden, you know, they're talking about they were visited um, by someone from Venus <laughs> who um, ate all their uh, cake. Yeah. So, you know, people don't – they don't want to believe they being – a large portion of the American public, they don't want to believe that Joe Biden is incapacitated, that he is living in a delusional world, a world that doesn't really exist. But it's a world that he feels very comfortable in. So he, he's comforted by his wife, who's the main enabler of all this, Jill Biden. Um, and she knows that he's not capable of uh, independent thought or um, basically – evaluating situations for what they are. So you brought up the oil reserve. So he says to people, okay, so 15 million barrels of oil, we're going to take it out of our reserve uh, that's there in case uh, we have a blackout, somebody hacks into our system, and you know we have to have an emergency fuel supply. We're going to take that out, 
and uh, we're going to distribute it around so that oil prices will go down. Well, that's not going to happen. Oil prices aren't going to go down for 15 million barrels of oil. Everyone knows that. I shouldn't say everyone. People who understand economics know it. But people just hear this stuff, you know. So they're they're working, they're in the car, they're they're this around. They just hear it, and they just it doesn't really register. But what it does say is, well, he's doing something. He wants to do something to help us at the at the gas pump, and that's what it's all about. I mean, it's it's. I've never really, uh, when I look back on this country, and I'm doing this tonight on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com as a television broadcast, we've had some really bad presidents in this country. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Warren Harding. <laughs> yeah. His wife poisoned him. That's how much <laughs> she hated him. Yeah. Okay. So we've had some bad ones. But Biden is, is it's almost... You just your jaw drops, and here is the kicker on this. Give me one problem, just one that Joe Biden has solved in the two years he's been in office. Not one, not Can one. Can you give me any, Bill? I can't give you. I promise you, I, I would. It's not like I'm trying to. You know, right. I can't give you one. I can't. Give me, give me anything that he's made better um, that Americans go. Gee, I'm glad Joe tackled that. You know, he tackled it. And um, now we're in a better place. <laughs> it's just I can't give you one. I, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's almost like you know, next year the Mets don't win any games. <laughs> they lose 162 games. <laughs> they never uh, win. Oh God! But I, I will say this: it does show you how desperate these Democrats are. We're 18 days away now. That's right. 18 days away from these midterm elections, and to say they're scared to death. It may be the understatement of the year because what he did here speaks directly to the fear about these midterms. Hey, I'm doing something. I'm trying to help you folks. Yeah. No, that's not true. So they're scared to death, Bill. I think you're right. I think we're going to win the House, the Senate, and in two years, take back Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, I don't know who we is, Sid, because I'm an independent kind of guy. Well, me, Republicans. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't think at this point in history there's any doubt it's going to be a massacre on November 8th. And I think Zeldin's going to win, too. I could be wrong about that because there's this murky Democratic machine uh, in New York City. Uh, Zeldin's got to get about 35, 37 percent of the vote in New York City to win. But the rest of the state is going to go red. Um, And um, I'm watching these numbers, even the internal numbers. And Zeldin's got to do a few more things uh, between now and Election Day. He's got to seal it, but I, I can't see with the, the horror that New Yorkers experience every day in violent crime alone. Yeah, yeah. Alone. Yeah. Um, how you could vote for Kathy Hochul, who is not going to solve. Again, she's very much like Biden. There isn't any problem that she is going to solve. Not one. Yes, I'm, and I tell you, I mentioned this earlier, I was watching the news with Danielle last night uh, and uh, Bill, the local news, you know. And every commercial for a good, I don't know, five minutes was a political commercial. And everyone I saw on the left, Sean Patrick Maloney, some other people don't recognize their names. It was the same thing. Abortion and gun laws. Are you nuts with all the issues in this country? You're talking about abortion? What am I missing here? Well, that's all I have. 
So Biden tried it this week and gave a speech on abortion, and it got very little traction. Even the networks uh, who are actively rooting for him, uh, they ran about a minute and a half of it, and they didn't run much of him. Uh, it was just that, you know, if you vote Republican, that no, uh, you're not going to be able to get birth control and you're not going to be able to have an abortion. You're not going to be able to go out of the house. You're not going to have a car um, and you're not going to be able to eat in a diner. So if you vote for Republicans, you can't do anything. You know, it's just like, OK, um, but that's all I have. But you're going to see in the next two weeks a couple of things. Trump, they're going to try to drag back into, <laughs> into the election. They already did. It's in all these commercials. He I, supported I Trump. They're going to try yeah. on, the, on the so-called straight newscast. They're going to tr- <laughs> desperately try yeah. to get Trump somehow back, um, whether, whether he has a Halloween costume. <laughs> I don't know. Get him back. we got to get him back in the next two weeks. Oh, to do, remember a couple of weeks ago the box story in Mar-a-Lago? Yes. The anonymous sources. Trump was down there moving boxes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. It was totally absurd. It was insane. Ridiculous. Like Trump would ever be down in his basement moving a box. Okay. Okay. That was all over the place. Lead story. moving the boxes. And who knows what's in them? And some guy saw him. We don't know who the guy is, but he moved a box in the basement. And I'm saying, this is insane. But that's what we're going to get beginning Sunday on the morning shows, on the network morning shows. Nobody watches them, but the clips go out. Right. And, and, and so the, the press knows they're going to get waxed, the Democrats. And the, and, the, and the press and the Democrats, they are allied together. They're together. And and so they're going to do everything they can, and that's what you're going to hear in the next two weeks. Any truth to the rumor, my friend Bill O'Reilly, that you are very seriously considering selling a palatial estate on Long Island to move into Randall's Island, where you'll get a free Xbox, a free cell phone, three meals, and have your laundry clean for free? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> You'd be crazy not to. Right? You know, I don't. First of all, I want to say something. I don't begrudge these poor people getting any kind of largesse. I don't. I mean, if I covered the war in Central America in El Salvador, I know that area. It's horrible. And I don't. If they can get a little relief, I'm fine with that. Um, the corruption surrounding the whole immigration. Uh, situation is going to lead to Joe Biden's impeachment um, in probably February of next year, because he is actively undermining stated immigration law. Let me give you one vivid example, because people don't know this. If you want to apply for asylum, you have to go to a port of entry, There are about 300 ports of entry in the United States. You have to present yourself. I am uh, Jose from uh, San Salvador. I fear for my life. I want to apply for asylum. And in those ports of entry, they will process you. Okay? And it will be done orderly. That is the only way under immigration law, that you can apply for asylum in the United States. You have to go to the port of entry. And there are a ton of them on the southern border. Biden has allowed, by fiat, by nothing, nothing was passed, no executive order. 
He didn't mean they didn't put it in writing. It's a lot of people to walk across the river, okay, the Rio Grande, come here and apply for asylum in the middle of the desert. Hmm. Hey, I want asylum. That's illegal. All right, and he is doing it. Biden is doing it. If that's not an impeachable offense, nothing is. Right, right. All right, so he took an oath to uphold the laws of the United States. He's actively breaking them, which has led to 5 million foreign nationals coming to the United States since he's been president. I mean, that's what's going to happen, just so people know. Will it be successful? I mean, we saw Donald no. Trump. Oh, of course not. Okay. No, you yeah. can't. It'll be successful in the House. Right. Because the Republicans are going to win 60, 70 seat majority in the House. That's how big it's going to be. But in the Senate, even if the Republicans win two, which is, I think, what's going to happen, you need two thirds of the Senate to right. convict and remove. Right. We're not going to get so that. that won't happen. Yeah. Let me ask you one more about the Democratic Party. And you mentioned even in your morning message this morning, which was great. Joe Biden, people stop listening. It's over. OK. Um, and the Democrats are going to have a difficult time outside the presidency come November. So if they really have their sights set on keeping that seat on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024, you've talked, Bill, about a couple of potential folks, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris. Let's exclude Biden. He's not going to run again. Buttigieg, Harris. Is there, I mean, they're not going to win. Stop. No. Is there anybody, anybody we're missing? A Gavin Newsom. Is there a decent Democrat or somebody people will actually, I don't know, like? Somebody that I'm missing, we're missing. Michelle Obama. She's not going to run. Well, maybe okay, she. Okay, well, if you're right on that, and you may be, remember, Michelle Obama is launching a, a humongous book tour after the election. Right. She's going into arenas like I did with Trump. And she's going in there with famous people, and, and you know, her book's going to be a huge success. Yep. And, and so this could be a kickoff for her, but. You may be right. She doesn't want to be torn to pieces, which she would be if she runs for president. She would win, though. I'll tell you what. They may tear her to pieces, but she'd win. She'd be formidable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But nobody attached to this Biden disaster can run. What about Hillary? No. Hillary's not going to be able to run. So Newsom knows that, and he's raising a lot of money out there in California. Um, you know, he's got the hair salon and, and he's got everything going for him. He's got the, the wine tastings yeah, yeah. and, uh, he's certainly going to go no yeah. doubting that he'll, he'll try to run. So right. Uh, right now it's a very lean landscape, um, for the Republicans have a much more robust, uh, roster. Yeah. Um, but things change fast. What do you think about this ticket? You ready? Let's get about Donald Trump. Forget about Ron DeSantis. I'm giving you a ticket. That I think you're going to love. You ready? First time ever. Two females. Tulsi Gabbard and Sarah Palin. They get waxed. <laughs> they would? Yeah. I mean, uh, Tulsi Gabbard is an interesting um, person, but her foreign policy is, is nuts. I mean, it's just like, okay, um, we're not going to get involved with anything. We're going to let everybody do whatever they want to do. She's a, well, she's a Democrat. Right. Well, yeah, but most Democrats support Biden and Ukraine and, and arming the Ukrainians, and she doesn't even want to do that. Right, true, true, true. I mean, you know, yeah. so you go, oh, I don't know. You know, the Chinese would love her. <laughs> and and Mrs. Palin, I, you know, I think is, <clears throat> it's peaked, right? She's peaked. 
And I don't even think she's going to win uh, her seat in Alaska. She's running for Congress. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that uh, that's interesting. Well, that's why you're the best in the business, because you know all. Uh, tell us how the uh, the book is doing. I know last week it was doing great. Yeah, yeah, we're really doing well, much better than uh, in a recession that I thought we would do. Um, but what's really weird is that if you go on Amazon and you punch up Killing the Legends, the lethal danger of celebrity, you go to the, to the book, it pops up. There are about 800 reviews of the book, and it is the best-reviewed killing book. This is the 12th killing book of all of them except Jesus. And it's really hard to criticize Jesus. You know, you, right. I don't know if you want to get into that <laughs> right. realm, just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So killing, killing the <laughs> legends, apparently readers, and these people who buy the book and read it, I mean, like it better than all the other killing books. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm stunned. Wow. Well, so you, uh, it's got what they call legs. Yeah, good, good. And, uh, you know, we're going to promote it through Christmas, and then we got Good. one more killing book. Well, you, I think you knew it was going to be very popular, but it's actually doing nah, better you than never you know. Yeah. Recession yeah. Hurt, Hurts book, oh, boy. I mean, if you look at the top 100, there's only like eight books on it. The rest of them are uh, Good Night Moon, I'm right. a Fuzzy Bear, you know, <laughs> right. written by Bob Woodward, by the way, the Fuzzy Bear. Yes, book. yes, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Oh, anyway. yeah, well, by the way, when you write your next Killing the uh, Legends book, uh, make sure to include uh, Kanye West, because this guy's gone completely nuts. That's for another week, another story. You were brilliant again today. You're the best, and uh, you know I love when you come on, and you do great things for this radio station, for me on this show, so thank you so much. Anytime, Sid. I always enjoy it. Thank me too. You. Thank Bye. you. That's my friend Bill O'Reilly.